Thank you for joining me on the Spirit-Led Business Podcast. Today we continue our series, Walking in Wisdom, with Proverbs chapter 13. Welcome back. I trust you are doing well. We are going to dig into Proverbs chapter 13 today, but before we do, I want to share something with you that I read out of a book called Born for Significance by Bill Johnson. It's one of the best books that I've ever read. I would highly recommend you getting a copy. And uh, in that book, Pastor Bill Johnson said that he was speaking with Brian Simmons, who uh, translated the Passion, a translation of the Bible. And uh, Brian Simmons says the word proverb has as its root meaning to rule or reign. You hear that? To rule or to reign. So when you're pouring these scriptures into your spirit, man, you're setting yourself up to rule and to reign in life, right? So let's go ahead and do just that. Let's jump into Proverbs chapter 13 and verse 1. A wise son heeds his father's instruction, but a scoffer does not listen to rebuke. Verse 2, a man will eat well by the fruit of his mouth. It matters what you say. It matters what's coming out of your mouth, how you eat. What you can have in this life is so connected to the words that are coming out of your mouth. Don't let your mouth put a cap on your growth, put a cap on your ability, put a cap on your prosperity, right? But the soul of the transgressor will eat violence. He who guards his mouth preserves his life. Once again, talking about what's coming out of our mouth. He who guards his mouth preserves his life. You know, it's easy to guard the words of our mouth when things are going well, when we're cashing checks and closing big deals. But I tell you what, when the pressure is high, when we're irritated, we're aggravated, we're tired, that's when we really have to guard our mouths. The second half of that verse says, but he who opens wide his lips will have destruction. If you just get loose with it and say, I don't care, I'm going to say just how I feel. I'm going to talk just what I see. I'm not going to put words of faith in my mouth at this moment because I'm ticked off. I'm aggravated. I'm frustrated. I'm irritated. (laughs) That's not the way to go about things. Verse four says, the soul of the slugger desires and has nothing, but the soul of the diligent will be made fat. Verse five, a righteous man hates lying, but a wicked man is loathsome and comes to shame. Righteousness keeps him who is upright in the way, but wickedness overthrows the sinner. There is one who makes himself rich yet has nothing. And this is verse seven. There is one who makes himself rich, yet has nothing. There is one who makes himself poor, yet has great riches. This right here absolutely has to be talking about attitude, has to be talking about humility, because there is no way that God would want us to make ourselves poor financially, right? He wouldn't want us to be putting ourselves in a situation that we could only think about ourselves. We were just trying to figure out how to take care of our own needs. He wants us looking out for the needs of others. He wants us blessing those in this world, right? Verse eight, the ransom of a man's life is his riches, but the poor does not hear rebuke. The light of the righteous rejoices, but the lamp of the wicked will be put out. The light of God on your life rejoices those around you. Verse 10 says, only by pride comes contention, 
but with the well-advised is wisdom. Anytime you're seeing contention on the job, contention, arguing in your business, in your family, know that pride is behind it. Verse 11, wealth gained by vanity will be diminished, not even worth it. But he who gathers by labor will increase. Hope deferred makes the heart sick. But when the desire comes, it is a tree of life. Whoever despises the word will be destroyed. But he who fears the commandment will be rewarded. Verse 14, the teaching of the wise is a fountain of life to depart from the snares of death. Verse 15, good understanding gives favor. But the way of transgressors is hard. Take the time to get understanding in whatever area, to get good understanding in what area of business, what area of life, what area of ministry that God has called you to. Verse 16, every prudent man deals with knowledge. And you know, there's a calling to business just as there is a calling to ministry. Sometimes think people think that business is something we have to do or everybody does, or that's the carnal side or the worldly side of my life. No, there's a calling to business. If you read the Bible, look at how many miracles took place in the marketplace, far more than what took place in church. God is interested in sending you out to be a light in the business world, to get out where everyday people are. So verse 16 again, every prudent man deals with knowledge, but a fool lays open his folly. A wicked messenger falls into mischief, but a faithful envoy is health. Verse 18, poverty and shame will be to him who refuses instruction. Just think about that in the natural. If your boss or if your supervisor gives you an instruction and you refuse it, guess what? There's going to be some poverty and shame coming your way because you're going to be unemployed and fired, right? But he who regards reproof will be honored. He who listens to instruction, right? Verse 19, the desire accomplished is sweet to the soul, but it is an abomination to fools to depart from evil. Verse 20 says, he who walks with wise men will be wise. This is one of the most important keys to success. Who are you surrounding yourself with? Who are you hanging out with? Of course, we might have those that we work with or those that, that we're, we don't have a choice to be around that we're, we're friendly with. We have relationships with, right? But you have to have somebody uh, preferably a small group of somebodies who are wise, who, who you can glean from, who you can learn from, right? The second part of that verse says, but a companion of fools will be destroyed. Keep hanging out with fools and it's over. It's done. Your business done. You'll, you'll end up, you'll find yourself going backwards. Verse 21, evil pursues sinners, but to the righteous good will be repaid. Verse 22 says, a good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children and the wealth of the sinner is laid up for the just. You see that God wants you so blessed, so abundantly blessed that you leave an inheritance, not just to your children, but to your grandchildren. Verse 23 says, much food is in the tillage of the poor, but for lack of justice, it is destroyed. Verse 24, he who spares his rod hates his son, but he who loves him disciplines him early. And lastly, verse 25, the righteous eats to the satisfying of his soul. 
The righteous are satisfied, right? But the stomach of the wicked will want. I trust you enjoyed this teaching today and my prayer is that it brings much fruit into your life. Let me also encourage you to subscribe to the Spirit-Led Business Podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform. If you will also leave a review, it will help others find these timely teachings. And lastly, be sure to visit spiritledbusiness.net. Thanks again and have a blessed day.